You know, the great thing about my life being a little bit crazy this at right now is that these sections from for this week are all quick hitters, you know, five verses, six verses, one verse. Um, and so as we get to section 119, we're all the way up to seven verses. Section 119, um, If you, it's interesting because I would highly recommend, I mean, I always recommend reading the kind of overview before the, you know, verse breakdown. But if you look at section 119s, it's longer than the actual section. Um, so the question here is, show us, O Lord, thy servants, how much thou requirest of the properties of thy people for a tithing. To this point, the law of tithing was understood to be part of the law of consecration. Um, and it was the people were giving however much they could. Whatever was excess, they were giving. So the, the question here is, what is, um, what, 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 were they, what were they to actually give in tithing? And the Lord says, give me all of your excess property. Any property that you have that you can't use and you're not using, give that to me. And then he says, pay one-tenth. This is where the tenth comes from, that we've, it was a definitive one-tenth. Verse 4, those who have thus been tithed shall pay one-tenth of all their interest annually. This shall be a standing law unto them forever. That's an interesting note because sometimes people think that, oh, the law of cons consecration will be reinserted and um, this law of tithing is a lower law that will go away. Well, the Lord just told us that this is a standing law unto them forever. This is a law of, of God. Paying one-tenth of your interest. And we've, what we've, what does that mean? Uh, what is an honest tithing? Johnny Witso said tithing means one-tenth. Those who give less do not really pay tithing. They are lesser contributions to the latter-day cause of the Lord. Tithing means one-tenth of a person's income, interest, or increase. The merchant should pay tithing upon the net income of his business, the farmer upon the net income of his farming operations, the wage earner or salaried man upon the wage or salary earned by him. Out of the remaining nine-tenths, he can he pays his current expenses. And now whether you do that on your net because of, ta of taxes and this and that, whatever, that's up to you. But one-tenth of your increase is what the Lord has said. And what is he, how, how important is it to him? He says, or they shall not be found worthy to abide among you. <clears throat> um, and I say unto you, if my people observe not this law, to keep it holy, and by this law sanctify the land of Zion unto me, that my statutes and my judgments may be kept thereon, that it may be most holy, behold, I verily I say unto you, it shall not be a land of Zion. This is a necessary law. Now, if everybody loves this law, but we have Zion? No. So it's not sufficient. There's these two rules, right? There's things that are necessary. You must have them. For some, you must have A to have B. There are some things that are sufficient, that if you have A, then you have B. This is not a sufficient law. Like, if you have tithing livers, people who live the law of tithing, you will automatically have Zion. It's not that. But if you don't have law of tithing observers, you will not have Zion. It is necessary. It is a necessary component of Zion. Um, and back in, in section 64, the Lord told us about paying tithing and the, the little rhyme that I remember from, from seminary about section 64 is tithe or burn for sure. Because, uh, and, and the joke about section 64 is that tithing is fire insurance, that 
by paying tithing, you protect yourself from the fiery burning at the last days. It's, it's an important law. There's a reason that it's a question to that we have, must answer honestly to enter the temple. It's connected to section 118. For his sacrifice shall be more sacred unto me than his increase. If, if you gain all this money, the Lord doesn't care. What's more important to him is the sacrifice that you make. And in teaching the law of tithing to, to people on my mission, what we would often do is we would uh, talk about lemons. And sometimes we'd even do this. We would take ten lemons. And what the Lord will, does is says, here's ten lemons, give me one back. Okay. So you give one lemon back. And then we would, and then we, our, our, you know, our object lesson was, what the Lord then does is he blesses you again. You know, Malachi teaches us that bring, bring to, to the bishop's storehouse, bring to the storehouse what you have and see if, the, and prove me now that if the Lord will not open the windows of heaven, right? That there will pour out blessings that won't be room enough for you to receive. So when, when the Lord, when you give back the Lord his own one lemon, he pours out more blessings to you. Does he give you the lemon back? Nope, usually not. But usually what he gives you is a glass of lemonade. He gives you something for giving him the thing that already belongs to him. And why? Because your sacrifice is important to him and what it does to your soul, what it creates, the type of creature that it creates is what he cares about. Thanks for listening and hope you'll join me for another quick hitter, one verse, section 120.